conversations about what people want to talk about. And apparently you people like getting into other people's business, famous people specifically. So, yes, we're talking about Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris, who announced their separation and set the Internet on fire. And then it got even worse as Usher's accuser came out and did a press conference and the fat shaming began and kept going. And kept going. Meanwhile, we had the loss of two great baseball players yesterday. We'll talk about them and other great stories we chat about all day yesterday on Monday. So that makes this the Daily Recap Podcast for Tuesday, August the 8th, 2017. And welcome to the podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I'm your host for this is the Conversations Daily Recap Podcast. And today, as we said, is August the 8th, 2017. And on this Tuesday, we'll recap all the stories we had for all day Monday. That's how our daily recap works for us here. And how did you get a chance to be a part of everything you've done all day and every day? Now, hopefully, it's you've done it by just following your own path in social media. It's very simple. If you're on Twitter, you just go to your Twitter and follow us at TH underscore Conversation. If you're on Facebook, look for This is the Conversation, and our main website is thisistheconversation.com. At our main website, you will see all the things you need to know about how things work with This is the Conversation, including how to subscribe to the podcast and how to be a part of other great features we have on the air. That was air quotes that people can't see in the radio. So that's how things work there. And all you have to do is respond to the stories as they come down, reply to them, link them, share them, do whatever you need to do to make sure most folks see what's going on uh, and they know which ones you like and they gather lots of attention. And you'll see today we'll have a lot of stories with a lot of attention gathered, maybe for the wrong reasons. Let's go ahead and go into the stories for today. We helped open up yesterday morning with the sad news. This is where you'll hear a lot of sarcasm and sadness mixed in together for today's podcast because there's two stories that go towards the bad end of us as humans and our need to really get into people's business when we shouldn't necessarily get into people's business and especially get on the meaner side. This is why we're having issues with cyberbullying because it's easy to uh, say things and spout things off to the world and think we're funny and get responses on social media uh, when um, we're anonymous and no one's probably going to figure out who we are or care that much to chase us down. Unless you're President Trump. Anyway, today we're talking about yesterday. And Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris on yesterday, very early, announced their separation. They did in a joint statement, which is the way people that are famous do these things. Because they literally want people to kind of stay out of the gossip business of their business. They had a nice uh, note basically stating that they had an eight-year marriage. And right now they're announcing separation. They're looking for privacy for their life and their kids so they can get on and do what needs to be done. All said, all good, all awesome. Because people just love the couple and just how the couple are in in public, you can say, their persona as the characters of Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris, the married couple, people lost their minds over this. People went nuts across the Internet just, just going out saying that essentially if Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris can't make things happen, then love isn't worth it, and I don't think life is either. That's essentially a consensus if you've seen across the internet now this was the second highest responded to uh, story we had all day and it was the first one out there so we had plenty of time to get responses to and trended for quite some time all day long we'll get to the other one the very highest one and why it was such a big one the other one was about 75 percent more and not for the right reasons but chris Fer- chris pratt and anna ferris have announced their separation if you love them as a super cute couple then 
they may no longer be together. We'll see what separation means from this point on. And, of course, everyone's asking about all the other execute couples, making sure that they're going to be okay as well because people can't live without celebrity people being in love with each other, I guess. Now, the ABC network said that it had an official statement a few months after announcing the cancellation of Last Man Standing. Now, the TV networks are going through their uh, time where they're showcasing the new shows for the season. The new things are happening for the upcoming television season. Although seasons sort of don't matter anymore in the world of uh, Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and things like that, where they just drop a full season right on top of you right there. But the networks still work on a seasonal type of issue, seasonal type of timetable. So now they're talking about their new shows for the season. They're officially talking about Last Man Standing. They're saying that politics had nothing to do with Last Man Standing's cancellation last year. The show, which was very popular, uh, starred Tim uh, Tim Allen, of course, the voice of Buzz Lightyear, and as a man who lived in a very conservative world and had conservative values and had an old school type of way of doing things, a business owner, a white guy, if you will, uh, just kind of living things out and having the quote unquote conservative view on things. It was played for parody. People often missed out on that, but uh, they believed that because he had a conservative character, he's extra conservative and he should have kept his job especially since the ratings were very, very high. Now, that is not the reason why it was canceled, so says ABC. A lot of talk chatter went to the fact that, A, Tim Allen is a very expensive person, and while all the other people on the show may have been fairly good names, Nancy Travis was there and uh, Hector Alonzo on the show as well, uh, Tim Allen commands the most money, and his paycheck was a big limitation, a big factor in what was going down. Also, the times are changing and the styles are changing and the shows are changing. And even though it was a conservative and popular show, it didn't quite fit the lineup that ABC was looking forward to going into. It didn't quite make the cut, if you will, in the uh, the optics text. It just didn't, didn't look the same. And so that was a good time to basically part ways and move on to something different as opposed to waiting for the show to wane and making things get a little worse, a little bit more awkward. Yesterday, we lost two great baseball players, and it was odd that we lost two baseball players on the same day, basically about a day and a half apart. Uh, The news of um, Dutch Dalton of the Phillies uh, dying, essentially, uh, we got news of it on on Monday, but it happened essentially uh, late Sunday. He died of cancer, fighting a battle of cancer at the age of 55. Also dying of cancer is um, MVP and manager Don Baylor. Uh, he died at the age of 68 after a long battle of cancer as well. Losing two big baseball greats in the day uh, caused a lot of chatter in the sports world, a lot of people talking about that, and a lot of fans, of course, giving their tributes to those great players who did great things back in their day. Now, an Australian teen uh, had his feet bloodied and his legs basically torn up by mysterious sea creatures. They've been described to some as sea lice or something like that. It's it's just a weird thing. He went out to for a swim. He's out in the ocean, and he comes back with his legs all essentially torn up from some sort of creature eating at the skin in his legs. There's, no one knows exactly what's going on. It's a story that was floating around for about a couple of days, um, but I didn't get it into the conversation until yesterday until I found a, a literally found a a title that didn't say, you know, sea lice in it because I didn't know how to really interpret sea lice or, or kind of weird stuff like that. So when it 
the title came up on a site that just called it Mystery Sea Creatures. I figured now was the time. We just get a pretty good response. A lot of people are weirded out about that, but you can see he is recovering okay. He's doing all right right now, but he had to deal with the mysterious sea creatures, and no one knows exactly what these creatures are. So we'll hopefully find out soon so that people in Australia can go back into the water and hopefully don't have a real-life Jaws moment, although with teeny tiny Jaws's. A boy who wrote a favorable letter to Donald Trump that got some internet love, a nine-year-old boy, wanted a birthday cake that was pro-Trump because he likes Trump. Why not? He's nine years old. He wants to have a Trump birthday cake. Who's going to deny a kid a Trump birthday cake? Well, the bakers that were sent the request to make the birthday cake refused to make the Trump pro-Trump pro birthday cake. Now, this is a kind of a weird, bizarro uh, backdrop to the fights we had a few years ago about people um, going for discrimination cases. Uh, essentially, many of them were gay and lesbian couples because the wedding issue, you know, they were now having rights in various states to have real legal marriages for gay couples. And people who were conservative, in air quotes, if you will, didn't like the fact that they had to serve this thing because they were not against, they were against uh, essentially that type of living. They didn't believe in gay marriages or, or gay lifestyle, so they didn't want to be a business and support that. So people would order up wedding cakes and they found out it was for a gay wedding and then they would not provide wedding cakes. In one case, it's just a matter of, okay, you were, you you know, you just don't want my business, that's fine, whatever. In another case, it's a case of discrimination, not serving someone because of a certain group. This right here is basically falling into both categories based on how you want to see it. Uh, the kid wants a birthday cake that's pro-Trump. Some people don't believe that Trump is a positive figure, even though he is the president of the United States. You can't fault him for that. So they're not giving him a cake. Why someone is denying a nine-year-old a cake for whatever he wants? It's not obscene. It's not crazy. It's not, you know, a vampire cake with blood coming out of it. It's a Trump cake, which I guess could be a vampire cake with blood coming out of it, if you think about it. But that is the deal. Nine-year-old will not get his cake of choice from this baker because they ain't pro-Trump. Now, the top story of the day is no surprise. Uh, yesterday, we had a press conference with one of the accusers of Usher, one of Usher's accusers, I guess that's a more grammatically correct way to say it, uh, who is saying that Usher uh, exposed her to herpes. Now, let's back this up a little bit. We had stories a few weeks ago about Usher having to pay out a settlement for a woman who he gave herpes to. He knowingly had herpes, had sex with this woman, and then she developed it, so she got a million plus. Bam. Out of that, three more cases came to light. Two women and one man. But, yeah, two women and one man are suing Usher for exposing them to herpes. Now, there's the kicker, exposing them to it. Uh, one of the accusers, a woman, came to uh, light in a press conference yesterday and said that they had sex, they had relations. He did not know that she she did not know that he was positive. She would not have consented before then. She was tested. She did not have herpes, but she was exposed, and she was a part of the lawsuit. A very big time lawyer is taking up the case. Lisa Bloom's taking up this case for these three people, and because of the press conference, because of the appearance of the young lady, her being obese, the internet went nuts 
on fat shaming, saying there is no way Usher had sex with that woman because she's just too, too fat. There you go. This was by far was the most responded to story we had on all the platforms on social media, being Facebook and Twitter, and, of course, responses at the website. And I don't want to say shame on you because I'm not saying it was you, but a lot of the comments that were out there, a lot of things going back and forth because the Internet is still fairly anonymous in the way we can portray ourselves and we get a chance to get a very, very big platform for a small person in various various places. It was awful. It was bad. The people that were blowing up on this. I mean, it, it's one thing to kind of get funny about people uh, who are saying their lives are ruined because Chris, Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris are announcing they're getting divorced. And so because these people that they don't actually know are having relationship problems, it revolves their problems. It's something totally different to get all in this other lady's business and what's going on. Now, we can have our issues about the fact of whether the trial is relevant, whether her accusation is relevant and all that stuff. But because she was large, jumping all into her business and getting onto that, saying there's no way that Usher could have ever uh, had, a chat, had anything with this woman because she's just way too fat, is ridiculous. We don't know. Number one, we don't know how she looked when she was with Usher. Number two, doesn't really matter. Maybe Usher likes large women. Doesn't really matter what's going on. The fact that so many people got on this lady's appearance was ridiculous. You could talk about the claim maybe in kind of false. You can talk about, well, she didn't get her piece, so why is she suing? But everybody online jumped on the fat bandwagon. And luckily, most of the publications that were covering it made note of the fact that there was a lot of fat shaming in the story as opposed to just going into just jumping on the bandwagon themselves. So I believe I got the story was from The Root and some other places were out there that were talking about just how unfair the coverage was towards the young lady because of her appearance as opposed to the fact that she had allegedly a true health scare. We'll find out more details about the trial, about the case, if there's a trial, but that'll work itself out, I guess, as it comes through. And one last thing very quickly, the um, the fear of Obamacare is continuing with Anthem uh, being another insurance uh, company which is getting out of the Obamacare markets in Nevada. That was something that's been basically telegraphed for a few weeks. Uh, Anthem has been saying they probably are pulling out of Nevada, and they are. So I'm not sure how many health care uh, companies are still working the Obamacare system in Nevada itself. But we do know many are saying they just can't make things work out. They can't afford it because the catch-22 in Obamacare is it works if younger people are in the system paying in some money who are not unhealthy to help pay for the more healthier people who now are more or less guaranteed some sort of care. And if you're not paying into the system because you don't think you need it, then it doesn't work out that way. It's the same thing as Social Security, where the younger people putting in right now are actually paying for the older people's stuff. There is no real chest or war chest of money set aside. It's basically comes in and goes out. But if no young people who are in good condition are putting in their money because they don't think they need to because they don't need it, it's not going to help out the people who need the funds right now. And those are the stories for today's uh, Daily Recap Podcast. A little long today. We apologize for that. We know that the brevity thing has been something we're working on. But we're doing a couple a couple things here. 
we're doing a couple things here to make things work out. Number one, we are testing out our new studio system. We're trying to do things in a mobile unit that can be done a quicker, faster, easier and kind of, you know, anywhere we are. So we can get these things out much earlier, produced much earlier in the mornings. Whether they actually get published as early as they should is, well, that's a whole other story. Number two, this week we're doing some tests with some live streaming. So as I'm recording this, I'm I'm doing something. Um, I'm distracted because something distracted me. But as I'm recording this, I am looking into a camera and doing a Facebook Live in the morning for people who can see how the thing works out. So we will send out a link to the Facebook Live refeed, or maybe we'll put it out on YouTube so you can make it a little bit easier to see, and you can check it out there and see how these things go behind the scenes. This is right now coming at 16, 17 minutes, so it's a little long. Uh, but the whole actual process and the recording so far, I don't see a timer in my recording. Uh, but I think this has taken about 30 minutes to do because these things actually take a little longer. And as we explain some things, it goes there. So you can check out the back to the back behind the scenes process of getting one of these things done uh, by going to a later date where it will go. We'll put in a link into the of the website. So go to the website to get the podcast, and you will see exactly how things work because there'll be a video there to check it out as well of course we need you to be a part of the conversation every single day that means following us on facebook and twitter and responding to the comments as they come down facebook look for this is the conversation on twitter it is th underscore conversation and our main website of course is this is a conversation.com. Thank you so much for being a part of all things we have going on here. For more information about other projects I have in the kitty, check out jclevelandpain.net. And of course, thank you for being conversationalists who love to talk and chat and just get into the real stories. I'm sorry for getting into a bit of a rant on the Usher thing and the Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris thing, but sometimes we as individuals get a little too much into other people's business, and sometimes that's good for business. Sometimes it just shows that we have work to do as a group of people. So you can take that any way you want to. Hopefully you'll just take it to the bank and keep on keeping on and keeping on with us for the next couple of days as we do more conversations. So you see something that you want to conversate with, you just respond to it, and it's awesome. Also, share the conversation with friends, some enemies, and maybe some random strangers that you pop up across today. And subscribe, rate, review, and be back tomorrow for another edition of the podcast as we go over the top stories for this day, which happens to be the Tuesday on the Daily Weekend Podcast from This is a Conversation.